0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Pharisees came to Jesus and began to argue with him, asking him for a sign from heaven to test him. And he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation ask for a sign? Truly, I tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. And Jesus left them and getting into the boat again, he went across to the other shore. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord As we continue our journey through the book of Genesis, we see the great escalation of sin, one of the real serious effects of the fall. Sin just speeds up. Now we're into actual sin. And what's shocking is that it's in the context of worship because Cain and Abel are bringing an offering to the Lord. The text says Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. But Abel, the firstlings of his flock, their fat portions, and in that we see the difference. Abel brings the first of his flock, the very best of his flock, the fat, Whereas Cain just brings an offering of the fruit of the ground, not the first fruits. Since the outward offering shows the inward expression of the heart and God knows their heart, Cain's offering is rejected. But not Cain. In fact, Cain has shown mercy because God says to Cain, why are you angry and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is lurking at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must master it. There's the act of mercy. God is trying to elicit from Cain a better offering, offering of his heart turned toward the Lord. Now, what is Cain's response to this act of mercy? Absolute rejection. Cold-hearted murder, fracticide, kills his brother out of envy. In contrast to Adam and Eve, because they were tricked by the devil, who was very clever into that first sin. And they had to hide in shame, but not Cain. Cain will not be even talked out of it by God. And when he does sin, he puts it in God's face. Notice the text. Cain says to Abel, let's go out into the field. And when they go out, Cain rises up against his brother and kills him, cold-hearted, planning murder, malice of the heart, one of the effects of original sin. When God again tries to elicit mercy because God says, where is your brother Abel? The flippant response is, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? So we see this great escalation. Now again, how does God react? With great mercy. Because God says to Cain, you are now cursed from the ground. The ground will no longer yield to you its strength and you will be a fugitive and wanderer from the earth. He doesn't exact capital punishment, which is really what Cain deserves, but rather this is a medicinal punishment meant to correct. Notice Cain's response, like a child, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Today, you have driven me from the soil. So he's blaming God. He's saying like a child, this is too much for me. I can't bear the punishment. How does God react again? Because Cain ultimately says, anyone who meets me will kill me. And God says, no, I will put a mark on you to protect you. So through the whole story, God is showing mercy but not Cain. Cain is hardened in his sin. Well, this gets even worse with Cain's offspring because we get in this chapter four, the story of Lamech. And Lamech says this devastating statement, boasting to his two wives. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for hurting me. If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech 77 times. This gets so bad that by the time we get to chapters 7 and 8, God has had enough, and he has that devastating statement that every thought of every person continually is evil, and that brings the flood. So the lesson for us is that sin can escalate so fast that we dare not play with it but come to the sacrament of reconciliation right away and have it rooted out. We get to the gospel and we see that sin is continuing to escalate because the scribes and the Pharisees, these are the educated religious leaders, and they're testing God, trying to trap Jesus, asking for a sign, even though Mark, in the first seven chapters, Jesus has done one miracle after another. Exorcisms, healings, walking on water, raising someone from the dead. And with all those signs, they still say, no, no, not enough. We want another sign. You've got to dance to our tune if we're ever going to believe in you. Well, this is going to escalate, because right now this is just in their heart, but they will then actually plan the execution of God himself. As we prepare to enter the season of Lent, the penitential season, Let us take these stories to heart, because the evil from the fall goes right down to the center of the human heart. And here we are in mass, and we've said the act of contrition. Let us thank God for his mercy, because he's going to give himself to us once again in the fullness that he can in the Eucharist. Let us give the first fruits of who we are. Thanks and praise, our time, our talent, our treasure, everything with great, great honor and thanksgiving, which after all is the meaning of the Eucharist.